USA News, I'm Jeremy Scott. Vice President Kamala Harris is accusing Russia of war crimes. She says the world has seen Russian forces engage in, quote, horrendous atrocities against Ukrainians, including murder, torture, and rape. We know the legal standards. And there is no doubt these are crimes against humanity. Vice President Harris speaking at the Munich Security Conference today vowed the Kremlin will be held accountable. President Biden will travel to Poland early next week ahead of the one-year anniversary of Russia's war on Ukraine. He'll meet with the Polish president and leaders of the Bucharest Nine, a group of eastern flank NATO allies. He's expected to deliver remarks on how the U.S. will continue to rally international support for Ukraine to defend itself from the Russian invasion. The search for debris from two unidentified objects shot down by fighter jets last week has ended. Warplanes shot down those unidentified objects over Alaska and off the coast of Michigan. U.S. Northern Command says the U.S. military, federal agencies, and Canadian partners conducted systematic searches using a variety of capabilities and did not locate any debris. Federal resources have been deployed to East Palestine, Ohio, to help in the aftermath of a train derailment. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine says testing of the air and water in the town has showed no signs of contaminants. A judge is issuing a nationwide order banning Starbucks from firing union supporters. On Friday, a federal judge ruled that a barista who was let go from her position in April must be offered her job back with no penalties. The judge ruled in favor of the barista, saying Starbucks violated the National Labor Relations Act. He also declared the coffee giant cannot interfere with or coerce any employees who are involved in unionizing. I'm Ryan Daniels. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. The prosecution in the double murder trial of Alex Murdaugh has rested their case. Defense lawyers called their first witness Friday and will continue to call witnesses next week. Former lawyers accused of killing his wife and son at their South Carolina estate in June of 2021. Murdaugh is accused of having an expensive addiction to painkillers and embezzling millions of dollars from his law firm. In Friday's testimony, the prosecution revealed evidence showing that before the killings, the victims had confronted Murdaugh about a stash of pills they discovered in his computer bag. Five former Memphis police officers plead not guilty to the beating death of Tyree Nichols. A judge said Friday the defendants are entitled to a fair trial and ask for patience as the case proceeds. Their next hearing is set for May 1st. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman back in the hospital being treated for clinical depression. A senior aide says the first-term Democrat voluntarily checked himself in this week that he's experienced depression off and on throughout his life and became severe in recent weeks.
Actress Stella Stevens is dead at the age of 84. Dave Collins has her story. Stevens is known for her roles in The Poseidon Adventure and The Nutty Professor. She also starred alongside Elvis Presley in Girls, Girls, Girls. Stevens was a Playboy centerfold in January 1960. Her son confirmed her death and said she died after a battle with Alzheimer's disease. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 1229. 800 734 1229. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. Has anyone ever given you $15,000 in free silver? Well, then listen up. First of all, the smartest minds of the financial world are buying precious metals with both fists. Central bankers invest and manage hundreds of billions of dollars for the treasuries of countries. And central bankers just added gold to their holdings for the fifth month in a row. So far this year, central banks have added over 300 tons of gold to their holdings. So what are you waiting for? Follow the smart money. You can buy physical gold and silver with your IRA, SEP IRA, or 401k retirement account. Goldgate Capital sells physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA. 100% insured. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you're among the first 100 callers today and tell them Wayne Root sent you, they will give you up to $15,000 in free silver on your first order. Call now. 855-770-GOLD. 855-770-GOLD. That's 855-770-GOLD. Or go to goldgatecapital.com. is a live copyrighted presentation ladies and gentlemen it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host frederick penny attorney at law and now radiolawtalk.com welcome to radio law talk i'm your host frederick penny with denise dirks and Todd Cunin and Cal Hunter, our wonderful producer. We love being here on February 18th, 2023, this beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning. We appreciate all of you joining us. Love our affiliates all over the country. Um, we appreciate you more than you think. I love to talk about Radio Law Talk, and especially when we have new affiliates pop in and pop in. Uh, occasionally, we're ready for a few more new ones. So go ahead and tell your friends, and we'll we'll add a couple more. Uh, call us at eight five five Law Radio again, eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. If you want to call in, <clears throat> excuse me. Remember, we're talking about the most exciting, entertaining, but only sometimes informative show on earth. And I want to tell you that because I don't want you to set your expectations too high. We're just here to have fun and entertain you more than anything. But today, we're going to talk about the Murdoch mur- uh, murder trial. Wow, is that interesting. And I haven't talked to Denise and Todd. We talk to each other, but I didn't talk to them about the Murdoch trial yet. <clears throat> but you know it is on court TV or whatever TV it is, and I've watched a lot of it in the evening. I binge-watched it last night, like binge-watched <laughs> it. Like I mean, you skip through some of the boring stuff, that, but I binge-watched all of it. 
And it is, it's interesting. I even got my wife. She's like watching it, you know? You know, when something like this comes <clears> down, <throat> last, the last big one was the Johnny Depp trial, right? Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. You know those companies, uh, like Court TV, I think Johnny Depp was eight hours a day from uh, Extra or one of those uh, stations. You know, they're going cha-ching because advertisers want to pay. And what do they not have to pay? They don't have to pay actors. They don't have to pay people for writing scripts. They don't have to pay any of that stuff for production. No makeup people, all that kind of stuff. That's true. But, uh, yeah, that's a, it so it's just like cash cow. Yeah, no, I, at least we don't think that they paid them to do anything. We're not sure. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so who knows what's happening? Scripted television. <laughs> the Murdoch script- trial, we're going to... Do they buy rights to the trial? I mean, it's a public feed. Do they don't have to pay for that? I don't they think don't, they do. They? No, I don't think they do. No, I don't it's, think it's they public. Have to. It's to the public. Wow. Yeah. And, and they, actually, they talk to kind of experts, you know, the supposed quote, and I'm in quotes, experts about, you know, what's going on in the trial. Why they don't have a radio law talk host on there, which is one of the biggest, you know, top radio shows in the country. I, I don't know. I, I bet you if we just told them, you might want to have us on as as part of your uh, show, they'd probably say, uh, yeah, you're right. We They're will. clearly overlooking us, Fred. <clears throat> I think I'll let them know. I think I'll email them. I'll, th- yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably uh, send them a direct message. I'll, remind me today, guys, during the break, I'm going to send them on my Instagram, my 1.3 million followers of Instagram, and... Um, Say, look, you guys are interviewing the wrong people. You should at least be interviewing Todd Kunin, who's a former prosecutor Absolutely. in the DA's office and stuff like that. So we'll see if we can get him on. You've got it, Todd, though. If I get you on there, you must mention Radio Law Talk. Oh, absolutely. It would be like, well, Radio Law Talk, let me tell you Radio Law Talk about my opinion about this thing that we talked on Radio Law Talk. Because Radio Law Talk has this. Now, Murdoch, which... Kind of rhymes with radio, radio law talk in a weird way. Is uh, we're not self-serving, are we? Uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, let me let me tell you. I have my list of the stuff that we're going to discuss today, and I have to tell you, I put little anecdotal things to make me remember how to mention this stuff. And my anecdotal thing that I'm not supposed to say that on the air is, is this is a quote my anecdotal I'm supposed to say. Like I care, dash, dash, dash. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are going to be deposed. <laughs> <laughs> I said to myself, we have to talk about it, whether we like it or not. But we're going to talk about that. Uh, Alabama jail lawsuit. That that was an interesting one to me. That was not only interesting, but just sad. I, could, I couldn't believe... If, if, if what they're saying is happening, is it happened. And then we're going to talk about the PGA Tour and 54 golf lawsuit. Now, L-I-V, golf suit. Now, does anybody know, without looking, Denise, uh, Todd, or Cal, what L-I-V stands for? Todd, do you know? I know, Denise, Denise you don't know. Denise. Living in Vegas? No. It's, okay. it's, a, it's a Roman numeral. <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's, a golf, it's a golf. It live, but yeah. it's a Roman numeral. Okay, don't say anything. When we get to it, probably by hour two, to be honest with you, because Murdoch, we're going to be talking about a lot. Um, I'm going to tell you what LIV in Roman numerals stands for and why. And don't you look it up, listeners, on the internet while we're talking, because then you're cheating. Okay. Uh, remember, we're not talking about. Uh, we're not giving you legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. Uh, to, uh, and uh, our producer, Cal Hunter. Do you have anything? Okay, ask me. <laughs> do you have anything relevant to say before we move on into the case or no case? Anything relevant to say? 
I'm talking relevant. Know the adge- note the adjective. Uh, well, here's I, I'll make it quick. Sometimes huh? old cases mirror new cases, and oh. sometimes they don't. But but you know, there's mm-hmm. nothing new on the face of the earth. That's all I can say. Well, that's good. At Cal, at our age, no news is what good news. Good news. Okay. Well, with that, let's and one get more on. thing. This is no fun. Yeah, no, right, okay. But let's get going on ra- on case or no case. We're going to do it quick. I mean, this time. We're really now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! A nursing home worker checked her pulse, did not detect one, and declared an Iowa woman deceased, despite the fact that she was lying there in bed with her eyes wide open, which led to what can only be described as a rather horrific experience for her. The woman was zipped into a body bag, even though she was still alive. The next morning, the funeral home director arrived at his facility, placed the dead woman on a gurney, and heard and saw the bag begin to move and heard her gasping for air inside. They called 911. Despite showing signs of life, her eyes remained fixed in place. She wasn't speaking to anyone in the room or responding, which may be why the nursing home people thought she was gone. After receiving emergency medical care, the woman was taken back to the care facility. She was placed in hospice, died two days later. After all of the mourning and the funeral services and all of that, the grieving family went to the attorney and asked if they could sue somebody over this death misdiagnosis. Case or no case? Good question, don't you think, Denise Dirks? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. (laughs) And, of course, we all have heard, you know, these horrible stories where you're in the morgue. Most of them are foreign countries. (laughs) We don't hear of that many in the U.S., but this was in Iowa, so, yeah. Well, I think that's everybody's fear. Isn't it? Yeah. It is kind of a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah. uh... I mean, the damages are probably not going to be much, considering... She only lived two days longer. Uh, this is a scenario, but it's not a case. Okay. That's uh, your opinion, and you're entitled to it. Mr. Kuhn, <laughs> Mr. Kuhn what do you I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Penny. Yeah, I'm going to say that, that I think it's a case. I'm going to say it's a case. And the you know it, it goes to what Denise is right about what's the damages, but she suffered. Just think what she suffered and went through the agony of the end of her life. So it's a wrongful... The question is, is it a wrongful death, or is it a, is it a, hmm. And then the family having to go through her death twice. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not necessarily a wrongful death, because it was like a medical mal to somebody. There's, there's all types of things you can, you can argue, but. Maybe intentional infliction. Yeah. Let me think about that last part. Okay. But for sure, you know, I don't know there'd be a wrongful death, because they didn't cause her to die, nope. right? Nope. Uh, right. But they caused her to suffer. Um, what she had to go through in order to die, right? And what's that that suffering worth? But once the person dies, they don't have a cause of action. It's the, it becomes a wrongful death. It's complicated. We'll be back. All right. Well, uh, there there you have the uh, the concise answer. Don't worry. We have two more answers coming on case or no case. What's your answer? You can email us and tell us, and that is info at Radio Law Talk. And, of course, you can call the show anytime. So stay tuned as Radio Law Talk will be right back very soon. You found Radio Law Talk. Ten, nine, eight, 
Seven. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1 877 886 7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877 886 7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we are experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get... Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medication? Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A Plus BBB accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. 
No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. HealthWarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229 How did that happen? I'm me at this time. It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. So I'm going to say it's a case, and the family wins. They get damages on behalf of, it's not a wrongful death, but... Uh, they would normally get damages. Uh, the, the, actually, the decedent would get damages, but for only a few days that they lived. Um, and then it would go to the heirs. Uh, the lady that passed away wins, and her family does. But uh, it's kind of complicated. I could go into it in detail, but it's it's not a simple case as to who has the rights and claims damages in that case. Good point. And these things are not always civil law either, Fred. That's an important uh, yeah. thing to think about. Todd, what say you? Uh, well, well, there, there, there's an interesting little wrinkle that you just threw in there oh, at the yeah. very end where you say it's not always civil law. Now, listen, to, to be clear... It, it it wouldn't be a matter of if it was a case and it wasn't civil. The only thing is, it would would it be a criminal? Would it be a criminal act action? And I, based upon that, will say that yes, it is a case, and it's not so much that the family members of the deceased win anything because they're not the plaintiffs in a criminal action. The state is a plaintiff in a criminal action. And so I, I'm going to say that there's some sort of uh, negligence, uh, criminal negligence on the part of the caregiver that said, oh, she's, she's dead and put her in a body bag and then took her out where she was unattended for whatever period of time. So a criminal case, yes, and the defendant loses. She she pays the piper there, but not a civil case. So, well, all right. So now let's see. Denise, you say no case. Correct. Fred, you said case. Uh, the decedent's family wins some sort of victory. Yep. And Todd said uh, maybe a criminal case, and the yes. state wins, right? Is yes. Okay. Well, there are two out of three here. The care center was fined by the state $10,000 and had their license temporarily Ooh. under review. And the family did file a case, and yes. they settled out of court amount unknown. So there were two cases here. Criminal I still and, and say that. that they win because they got money. Well, yeah, I think that's a fair observation. They, yeah. did, they did get money. Now, next hour, okay. the case of a medical operation with a 300% mortality rate. 300%. How's that possible? I'll tell wow. you next time on Case or No Case. And now, back to the show. Wow. Radio Law Talk can be heard right. on RadioLawTalk.com from true. 9 to noon Pacific time every Saturday. That's good. Keep that's that radio going, Law Talk. That's important. Yeah. No, I think that's a good good, good spot. You nailed it accidentally. You hit the wrong button, but yep. it worked out perfect. I, I'm, I'm having a rough day today, but no, I'll get not. better. That okay, was perfect, though. All right, here we go. So, back to the show. Oh, back to Murdoch. Okay. So... Where do you start? So just so you know, to kind of take it 
not from the beginning, but to the very end, the prosecution has rested their case. Yes. All right. So <clears throat> next week is when the fun begins. Yes, that's defense. <laughs> Defense uh, kind of comes up and uses there, and I've got so many notes on this thing that it's just it's just mind-boggling on my on my notes. But here's here's <clears throat> a general overview for those of you who are listening for the first time. We're not going to go deep into it because we've gone over it ad ad nauseum in the last few weeks. But the, Mr. Murdoch is a very well-known lawyer out of South Carolina, where in different states they have different. Uh, setups as to who's the prosecution, public defenders. When it's not like the big cities or whatever, they'll have a local law firm be the district attorneys or act as the the prosecutors and handle on contract basis the criminal cases for the county or that general area. Well, since the early 1900s, late 1800s, Mr. Murdoch, Alex Murdoch's great-grandfather started uh, with the law firm, and it was a very prominent law firm all throughout the 1900s, and he is the great, he's the great grandson. So he's the great grandson. Admitted, he's admitted he's had drug problems. Admitted at least for the last 10 to 20 years, he's had problems with op- opioids and et cetera, et cetera. Um, <coughs> very prominent family. They have two children, and a, he has he has a wife and two children. The boys. Um, the Paul is the youngest. So we always got that mixed up. I think he's the young, I can't remember. His, he's the youngest one. The oldest one is oh, I had his uh, name. Uh, weird that he has a kind of Buster. Buster, yeah, yeah, Buster is the is the other son. So um, what he had is Paul got in an accident, had an accident in the family boat, where in which a girl died. And there were issues about him being prosecuted. I think they settled it out, right? He didn't. No, he was pending prosecution. Okay, pending prosecution. Well, I say, say pending prosecution as and of a civil the ti- case. as of the time of this criminal action. Right, and uh, and a, and a civil case going against yes. him also. So um, that was going on, and dur- in the meantime, um, our friend Alex Murdoch, the dad, who was the I'm going to call the lead partner of this very reputable, well-known firm happened to be um, allegations of embezzling a lot of money from the law firm and slash possibly the money from clients, too. By the way, he's been disbarred, correct? I saw saw he's been disbarred. Um, And so he has had all types of problems. In fact, trying to get loans, trying to get more money. And we're going to talk about why this is important because it might go toward the issue of why he would attempt to do what he did in this case, which is um, he, quote, showed up. Again, he is innocent at this point until proven guilty. Shows up at his home. They have a home on the beach, apparently. They have a normal home, and then they have the the mountain home that has dogs and hunting and, you know, whatever. And shows up there, and his wife and his son, Paul, are murdered and shot. And actually, if you watch on YouTube, you can see the his the when they show up, the cop shows up, has the camera, and and it ta- and it's his first reaction when the police show up, what he says, and all that type of stuff. So that's the setup. What's going on? And um, you know, Denise, you I'm, and Todd, you can I can talk the whole time about that. I can go on and on for hours. So that's the setup of who the family is. Now, very briefly, the important part that occurred we talked about last week that we're not going to get into deep because we already mentioned it is 
what's allowed to come in into these criminal cases. you got to be very careful in criminal cases in allowing exculpatory or other evidence of other actions because that's usually not relevant or not allowed unless there are a few things. Are we are we about ready to go out, Cal? One minute. Okay. All right. So we're about ready to go out. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to finish up with the Murdoch trial. All right? We'll be back. RadioLawTalk.com. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. Live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 80,000 new agents your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief Shop. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. USA News Update. The White House pledges federal resources to East Palestine, Ohio for as long as it takes following a toxic train derailment. Federal resources from the EPA, CDC, and other agencies have been deployed to the town to help with water and air quality testing. Governor Mike DeWine says there are no signs of contaminants. We've gone into uh, hundreds and hundreds of people's houses to, to test that air. It's good. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said the Department of Transportation is working to get to the bottom of what caused the February 3rd wreck and promised to hold the train's operator accountable. Some residents say they've developed rashes, sore throats, headaches, and nausea after being allowed back home. One week after a hospital stay, Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman has voluntarily checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to receive treatment for clinical depression. An aide says he could be there for a few weeks. Jeremy Scott, USA News.
Attention, this is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your... Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special... And enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. Let's make sure your current payroll provider isn't overcharging you, shall we? First, go to your payroll provider's website to see what you're currently paying. Oh, what's that? You can't clearly see your pricing because your vendor is running a temporary sale or making you call for a free quote? <laughs> That's unfortunate. If you go to PatriotSoftware.com, you will instantly see our payroll pricing for companies with 1 to 100 employees. Well, there you go. At least now you know what you should be paying for payroll. Go to PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. That is Armadillo. Stop whining. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. All right, we're back to the Murdoch trial, murder trial of his wife, uh, Alex Murdoch's wife and son, Paul. So um, the defense, uh, according to some people, did a whoopsie, but we don't think it's a whoopsie, and allowed the door to be open to what, Todd? Well, like you were teasing when we went into the break, sometimes the, the judge is the gatekeeper of certain types of evidence that comes in. I mean, if there's evidence that comes in that is directly related to the crime, obviously that stuff should come in. But what about evidence of other bad acts? What about evidence of other things that aren't directly related to the crime itself, but that tend to show a pattern or a practice? And one of the things that the defense initially put forth the, uh, hey, this shouldn't come in and, and was objecting to was the evidence that Alex Murdaugh, a little over two months after the fact, staged an unsuccessful suicide attempt, allegedly. And the report was, this is in August of uh, 2020, 2021, and Murdaugh 
called 911 saying, look, I'm on a country road and somebody just you know, shot me here. And his report was I, I stopped, I pulled over to uh, to help somebody and or had a flat tire and somebody pulled over and came up and then they shot me in the back of the head and took off. And, and it really made it look like there was a lot of people out there. His, his wife and son had been killed two months earlier and now he was shot, left for dead, but he miraculously survived. And, and then in September, he had a conversation with his attorneys present over the telephone with the lead investigator where he said, yeah, that whole suicide thing was staged. Um, I, I, I wanted to get, I, I thought it'd be better off if I was dead. I wanted to, I thought I had about a 10, 11, 12 million dollar life insurance policy. I figured that'd go to my remaining son and, and you know, people would just be better off if I wasn't here. And he got the chance to make all these statements. And so the theory here was that the prosecution was going to use that. Let's back up. I want to back up. Sure. So he tells them I was spending 60,000 a week? Yes. Yeah, I was going to get to that. The, oh, sorry. I thought you yeah, said that. 60,000 a week, but we'll get to that. So oh. the prosecution's theory here of the case is that when Murdoch's confronted with a crisis, violence is the result. So what was the crisis that led to the killing of his wife and son, as alleged? Well, that was when the bookkeeper from the law firm came forward and said, hey, what happened to this $792,000 that we're missing here? That was the same day the wife and son were shot and killed. And then... Fast forward to August when the partners of the law firm confronted Murdoch and said, hey, it ain't just 792. There's millions missing from us and from clients. And shortly thereafter, there's this alleged suicide attempt that he later admitted was staged. And so the prosecution's theory is every time he's faced with this crisis, a crisis, violence have violence is the result. So, Judge, we should be able to get this evidence of the suicide in to show that that's his modus operandi. That's his MO. That's how he goes about doing things. Now, in my opinion, in my opinion, this appears to me to have been a major ploy by the defense. Because a lot of people are saying, oh my gosh, how could they have opened the door that allowed them to get this, allowed prosecution to get this evidence in that the defense was fighting so hard to keep out, and I don't think the defense ever wanted to keep it out. Boy, this is a drum roll, Cal. This is one, I know you, Cal's really interested there, but I'm telling you, this is a drum roll. I Listen think, to this. I think that the defense absolutely wanted the evidence of this phone call to the investigators with his attorneys present where he lays out the whole thing about his drug addiction and how he's allegedly spending $60,000 a week to get pills. Well, I'm going to stop you there. Not just that. It wasn't just the phone call, Todd. It was the interview Live interview that the investigators did with the attorney sitting next to him at the at the. It was done via. It was done over the phone. We're talking about the same thing. Right. That was a phone call. It was a phone interview where the attorneys went to the uh, the rehab facility where Murdaugh was, and they placed a call to the investigator Kelly, and this whole thing takes place. They this interview that the investigator Kelly had with 
the defendant with his attorneys present where he lays out all of this stuff and the attorneys are interjecting saying and that supports maybe our theory about how Eddie the the guy who was the drug dealer for Murdoch might have been skimming money and that gets to our issue about maybe this was a drug deal related killing and all that and I think the defense absolutely wanted this whole thing in for this reason if the jury hears it, if the jury hears it from the audio of the tape recording, or if it's video recorded, if the jury hears it there, Murdoch gets his statement in, and he's never subject to cross-examination by a seasoned lawyer to try to poke holes in his case, in his statements. He just doesn't have that. So he... So he There's uh, an interview. I'm just showing... So he, he's, able to, he's able to get this whole thing in... Right. And he is not subject to any cross-examination because investigators don't really cross-examine you the way a, a lawyer would. The investigator wants you to just talk and talk and talk and see if you'll s slip up and say something. And then they can go and comb through that whole thing with a fine tooth comb to see what they can use. But an attorney will set you up and cross-examine while you're on the stand. And none of that happened. Didn't get led down any path there, you're saying. Yeah, the interesting thing, too, though, is, Todd, you're correct on that, but they, he was also interviewed, personally interviewed with his attorney, too, in... In, I'm gonna show it to Todd. I watched that whole interview. That's like an hour's. But is, is that a, is that a Zoom call that he's in right there? No, he's him okay. sitting there in the in the investigator's office. Okay, because the because the one the the one that was, was played both. the one that was played there was while he was still he was, he went to a rehab facility right. in Atlanta, and this was all this audio came in, and the fact is. The fact is, he was never subject to cross-examination on any right, of this. Right, right. So Maybe it's the same thing. One it, of the it, same, could, it could but be. But it's got a video of it, too, on and the thing. It, it probably is with video of the same thing synced up. Yes. But, the, but the thing is here is this is, in my opinion, this is like one side playing chess when the other side's playing checkers. Because the prosecution is probably thinking, great, we get this video in, but... Here's something to remember. The prosecution probably love to get in the little snippets that are just helpful for their case, right? But there's a rule in South Carolina. We have the same rule in California, and it's in almost all jurisdictions, if not all of them. It's called the rule of completeness, okay? And what the rule of completeness says is that if a statement is introduced by one party that is part of an entire statement that somebody made, so if the prosecution wants to introduce just a snippet of it, then the other side can ask that the entire statement, the whole thing, be introduced because you don't want statements taken out of context. And so with this here, if the, the prosecution couldn't pick and choose, it's either all got to come in or none of it, and they wanted it to come in for, the, for their theory of the case, it's just that they got to, the defense got to set up their entire defense they got the statements of Murdoch in. They've got allegations that this might be a drug deal with somebody skimming money. This might be gang-related. They've got him with an alleged $60,000-a-week habit. And I'll tell you why But that's... he would have been dead, though. How if can he, he be alive that? with sixty well, grand? No, there's only one thing. Yes. Um, the fact that he had somebody try to kill him and it didn't work, 
I think that that is the red herring. I think that if it had, if he did not admit that he had tried to get somebody to kill him, that his theory of the case would be better and enhanced because there somebody tried to kill him, right? And it could be the drug pen or whatever. It's so the fact that he set that up himself, I think, undermines his case and his theory. And, and, and I guess my comeback to that in the defense center, we're all reading tea leaves here, but it could very well be that Murdaugh legitimately wanted that to go through. The guy just, the guy he hired just screwed up in the manner in which it was done. Because let's look at it this way. If it was indeed true that this was a gang related, if Murdaugh had nothing to do with the death of his son and wife, and it was gang related, Who's next on that list when they find out he's no longer with his law firm, he's got no money, he can't pay him back, he can't do anything? Who's next on that list? And it would be him. Here's an interesting thing. As we come back, we're going to finish up. Remember, prosecution is trying to win a case without a confession, eyewitness, fingerprints, no gun. And guess what? We're going to come back and lay out some good things that the prosecution did that I think are very interesting and possibly damaging to the Murdaugh's. Oh, Mr. Murdaugh in his case. We'll be back. What a long, strange trip, huh? This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk Radio with Law Fred Talk. Penny, with Todd Cunin, and Denise Dunn. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 for law. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802-341-4537. That's 802-341-4537. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-798-1627. That's 800-798-1627. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. I think we're back and hanging out here. But here's here's what we're go- I wanted to bring up about the Murdoch trial. And, and the important thing that Todd brought out is a lot of interesting things that the defense is trying to do because defense has not, you know, the, the, the prosecution is rested. Defense has not put forth their case yet. You can, like you said, you can read the tea leaves a little bit by seeing what their cross-examination was, especially asking, you know, did you do an investigation of any other people or look around and see if there's a drug dealer or something else occur? But uh, that apparently was was not really the case, and they focused uh, almost exclusively on uh, Murdoch. So I'm back here uh, trying to figure out what's going on uh, with uh, what the prosecution's doing. And so what I'm going to do is say what I think the prosecution did uh, to help their case in, by the way, a very difficult case with no confession, eyewitnesses, fingerprints, and no gun. Now, here's a few interesting things we have to remember. Number one, there's a timeline issue. Because Mr. Murdoch talks about he's they're at the house. Now, hear about the timeline. They're at their house. That is this hunting house. The first thing to remember is the wife wanted to go to the beach. They have a beach house. They have a they have a you know a, a mountain house, and the mountain house has got dogs, a whole bunch of dogs, hunting dogs, and they 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 house other people's hunting dogs, and. Um, she doesn't want to go there, and this is a testimony 
of her caretaker, that is the wife, uh, Alex Bernoff's wife that was killed, that she really didn't want to go there, but he he said he kind of insisted, hey, let's go to the up to the the, the house up in the hills and instead of down to the beach. So the other interesting thing is as as he gets there, he he testifies what he does is he takes a nap. He's they're there at the, it's Paul, the wife, and Alec Murdoch. He takes a short nap. Then he goes to see his ailing mother, who um, don't forget his her dad. His dad had just passed away, and she's got Alzheimer's. He goes over their house is about 15 miles away, mom's house. He goes there to visit mom for what he claims anywhere between 30 and 45 minutes. Then he comes back, right? He comes back and notices that his wife and his son are killed, and then he calls um, the uh, the authorities. He calls the police, 911. Now, this is the timeline. He says, first of all, he checked their pulses, and their pulse, um, um, there was no pulse on either of them. They didn't find any blood on him. He had clean, basically, if you look at him, he had very clean clothes on. The testimony from the um, now, we have two people involved here. We have, well, there's multiple people, multiple witnesses, but, but let's talk about a couple of the witnesses. The witness, which is the Mrs. Smith, who is the um, caretaker of the mother of Mr. Murdoch, um, testified that basically um, he came over and he was there and he told her at one point after the, quote, murders, he told her to say that he was there between 30 and 45 minutes when she said he was actually there for uh, probably about no more than 20 minutes. The other thing that was very interesting is that she noticed he walked in with a blue tarp slash look like rain jacket is what he had in his hand. They found that in the house, that is the in the mother's house, and they did forensic examination of it, and it was a blue rain jacket, and it had um, it had uh, gunshot residue from a gunshot in it. Now that means either their okay, according their assumption and argument is he was either wearing that at the time, or he was disposing of the the shotgun or gun, and he wrapped it up in that specific. Uh, blue rain jacket. So that's that's the testimony of the mom's caretaker that's very interesting. By the way, there's someone else that uh, was a state witness that, that had had donated $1,000 of the GoFundMe campaign that everybody set up for Mrs. Smith, who was the caretaker, that they were worried about the Murdochs are so powerful that they were worried that she, you know, that she has, you know, to testify was very brave. And so they cross-examined him. Defense did said, "So you're here for the prosecution testifying, and you gave money to uh, the GoFundMe of Miss Smith." So there's a lot of little things like that. The defense is making little holes, but so that's that's evidence that they bring in. The other important evidence is the timeline. Don't forget they have the GPS on the suburban that uh, Mr. Alex Murdoch was driving. And they have the pinging of his cell phone. And it puts him, first of all, going really fast and speeding um, to his mom mom's house. And the timing is such that 
it, it just doesn't make sense. He ha- and and, the, and and it shows the other thing that's important. It shows his speed, and then it shows him slowing down the car, slowing down at a certain point, and then speeding back up. And at that's the point they found his wife's cell phone in the bushes, so not too far from where the house was. So that's another interesting tip. But don't forget, they're getting all the circumstantial evidence, right? And but that's a lot. That's a lot. No, th- here's the bomb. And I, I talked to my wife about this. I like to get a third party. I, and my wife said, in her opinion, this by far was the biggest bomb of all. And that was at 8.44 p.m. Now, the estimated time of death, they estimated, the was between 8.50 and 9.06 p.m. All right. Keep your numbers straight here. 8.50 and 9.06 p.m. At 8.44 p.m., Paul the Sun does a Snapchat. Well, there's two things. He does a Snapchat, and in the background, you can hear his dad talking. Murdoch, Alec Murdoch. Which a lot of witnesses identified his voice. As his voice. Don't forget also, Paul had called one of the dog owners and said, I think your ta- the dog's tail's broken or leg's broken. And they can hear other people testified. They can hear Alec Murdoch's voice in the back. Again, that's 8.44 p.m. And allegedly within, you know, six minutes to 15 minutes, they're, they're dead, right? Mm-hmm. And he calls... Um, uh, and he calls 911 around 10.07 p.m. is when uh, Alec Murdoch calls 911, saying, I just got back and found him. Did, what, what, what were the times associated with the drive to in the Suburban where they said it slowed down and came back? That was during, uh, I can't remember the exact time period, but the, it showed that he went to his mom's really quick and came back really quick. Yeah, I'm that's the whole point. It's what time that was. Um, I've got it somewhere, but I don't have it in front of me. It was 15 miles away. Okay, uh, he he said that she said she stayed 20 minutes, and then it, that and he returned. He was there 20 minutes, but he, but um, um, he was trying to say it was 30 to 45 minutes. He was there, right? So according to the witness, that it's 15 miles from the home. He was there 20 minutes, and he got home at 10 p.m. So there's your numbers. 15 miles away, 10 p.m., 20 minutes. What, but um, without getting in detail, their argument is he couldn't have done all that in that amount of time. You know. Now, if, 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 if they testified, that is the, the mother's caretaker, because don't forget, mother's got Alzheimer's. They're not gonna, she doesn't have, apparently know much that's going on. Um, if the caretaker puts him there for 45 minutes, he wouldn't have been around the scene at the time. Right. So, but at 20 I minutes. I think it was even at 30 minutes. Yeah. They would have started to punch holes. But at 20 minutes, There's no he way. still had time so, to do yeah. what he could so do. So they're, they're thinking that the murders that took place around 8.50 p.m., eight, between 8.40, 8.50 p.m., at 9.06 is when he got into a Suburban to drive to his mom's house and then came back, called 911 after he came back. Now, that is... Uh, with, with that kind of evidence, I mean, obviously the defense is going to mm-hmm. say, well, the murder, the murder happened after he left for mom's house. Well, get this, too. And we got, I don't know if we want to continue hour two, but guess what? He checked the pulses of him. He had no blood on him, no nothing on him. And then I didn't even get to the part about the change in clothing that witnesses testified to. So we're going to touch on it. Stay with hour two, guys. 
And if your radio station decides to change to a basketball game or something, baseball, you switch to radiolawtalk.com. You can listen to us live. I got to finish this, this other points that are critical in this case. We'll be back. Not done with Murdoch, but there's so much to tell. So stay tuned for Radio Law Talk with Fred Penny, Denise Dirks, and Todd Kunin. We'll be back at six minutes after the hour. Don't go away. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. This is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. Remember, we only get paid if you win your case. There are many reasons and conditions that may make you eligible for disability benefits. Many of them you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call now to get started with your free no-obligation consultation. 800-362-9337 800-362-9337. That's 800-362-9337.